0: Big Dumb Movie is a comedic podcast that often contains obscene language and outlandish commentary. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Big Dumb Movie Ninja Edition, where we discuss movies of the big dumb variety. Well, I guess specifically in this case, ninja movies.
1: The ninja variety.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm your host, Corey, and I'm joined today with Josh. How's it going, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) aya oh man they say aya a lot don't they
1: god damn dude we're three movies in. like fuck stop it
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not gonna stop it will only increase i think oh man i can only imagine how bad the next one is it cannot possibly be worse than this movie i'm here to say i know i haven't seen that high noon at mega mountain maybe ever maybe in a long time i don't remember But it cannot possibly be worse than Three
1: Ninjas Knuckle Up. So before we even get into it, you asked me during the last Three Ninjas podcast uh, if I felt nostalgic for the first one during watching this. I started feeling nostalgic for the second one watching this one. It's like, you remember (laughs) when they had to fight two abobos? (laughs) (laughs) That was cool. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cool. You remember when the plot was all about just ninjas and there's a little treasure hunting and... There's baseball Look, thrown I'll in. I'll take
0: the Karate Kid 2 rip off any day.
1: Right. Over this, this movie. So, yeah, this one is bad.
0: It is bad. We're going to talk about the movie itself shortly.
1: I, I want to talk about the poster, though, because you sent me a picture of the poster. Holy shit. So, if, if you're watching the highlight video for this in the future when I get to it, I will throw this poster up. Six months from now? Yeah, six months from now, because I'm just terrible. <laughs> but who the fuck are these kids?
0: Dude, what the hell? They couldn't get a good poster out of this movie? Like, they had to take a separate picture and get different kids. That's, I mean...
1: Uh, like, these kids, like, look so photoshopped in. It's awful. It really is awful. It's so <laughs> really bad. Awful. Like, it's honestly an accurate representation of the movie itself.
0: The movie has never really been great with posters i mean the series has never really been great with posters because i remember the poster for the first one like the kids look photoshopped in as well but at least it's the kids that are in the movie
1: yeah 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 after i sent you that uh the poster i went back and looked at the posters for the other two i was like did did they also just phone it the fuck in for the other posters and they, they do to an extent but at least it's the actors
0: i tried to look up how much the budget was for this movie and it I couldn't find it on the internet. Holy I looked in the whole shit. internet, Josh.
1: Holy shit!
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I did one Google search but still, I couldn't find it. <laughs> That's all the <laughs> <Okay>. internet.
1: <laughs> so, I, could, I found
0: that it made $413,000. Oh
1: my God, Surf Ninjas made more than this?
0: <laughs> well, Surf Ninjas had a game gear in it, which was pretty cool. That's reason enough to see it.
1: Yeah, real shit, real shit. So this, so this killed the series, right? Well, I guess no. It didn't. The series continued. All they needed
0: was a Hulk Hogan, and they're good to go for another movie.
1: Did so? The fourth one went to theaters. I'm assuming, right?
0: Like, I don't know the the three just continuity, and I mean, it's just hard to keep track of. So there's the original. All right, then after the original, that's where things get confusing because there's this movie, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, and there's Three Ninjas Kickback, which we also did a podcast on.
1: Check it out. Apparently,
0: this movie was filmed first, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up, but came out later. IMDb says Three Ninjas Knuckle Up in the year it is 1993, but it was actually released in 1995. So I don't know why it says 1993. It's wrong.
1: What the shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's it this whole
0: it's a mess. The Three Ninjas movies it's a mess, the whole thing. But speaking of these movies being a mess, we're going to make it even a little bit more messy because we're going to do again what we did last time, which is pitch some Three Ninjas ideas. The way we did it last time was like a reboot or a continuation of the series. This time it's a little bit different. I I said to you and when we were talking about it separately I said let's pitch like a three ninjas crossover and then I said actually just pitch whatever the fuck you want <laughs> so I, I don't actually know what your pitch is you don't know what mine is we're gonna kind of read them off one at a time did you go with a crossover I did okay well, well I'm gonna let you go first so you're gonna deliver your three ninjas pitch then I'm gonna deliver mine <laughs> mine is just it, it, it's it's pretty wild but anyway Can't fucking wait you you go
1: first, let's hear it, man. Let's pretend for a second that this series was more successful than it was. Let's pretend like the original cast was in the second movie and both films were received pretty well. This alternate timeline obviously. This Okay. This is not where we exist because the movies are bad. Right. So <laughs> let's pret- let's pretend for a second that the Kickback was the the Dark Knight, if you will, of that series. And not only that, Surf Ninjas was a success, so we got a Surf Ninjas, Three Ninjas crossover.
0: Surf Ninjas, Three Ninjas crossover, I, I'm in.
1: You're in. And they're both produced by New Line Cinema, so, I mean, no rights issues involved. This is a Freddy vs. Jason situation. <laughs> so, uh, I would wanna bring the cast back from both films. You know Michael Traynor, Colt, whoever the fuck plays Tom Tom, and before you ask, yes, I do have a an action scene playing with Zach and Grandpa stunt double, so <laughs> that's coming. Thank God. Yeah, so I really wanted to go with the surf ninjas type of villain because the three ninjas, aside from Snyder, three ninjas kind of just doesn't have strong villains. The the Japanese guy in the second film's okay, but he's no Snyder, nah. so. I really wanted to do, like, the samurai kind of shtick from Leslie Nielsen's characters, but instead of it sustaining him because he has to live or whatever, it's just more or less an Iron Man suit that looks like a samurai suit. And it's Colonel Chi's son, played by Steven Seagull. (laughs) Okay. This guy (laughs) Brad? He has kids? I don't... You know what? We never not said he didn't have kids, so... You know, who knows? I mean, I'm not, I'm not rolling anything out. And he also has a built-in game gear in his arm piece, so he can also see the future. So it's going to be tough for our heroes. No, they finally met their match. They finally met their fucking match. And like, we can get into like plot details. I have like something slapped together. But the main thing is, at the end, they all have to fight a robotic Steven Seagal.
0: So the three ninjas and the surf ninjas have to fight a robotic Steven Seagal.
1: Yeah, it's a five V one and he he's we're going to bring him up to super shredder levels by the end.
0: So he'll be easily dispatched.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With through the power of friendship.
0: <laughs> Damn,
1: anything else? Uh, I'm. I want to have a double dragon moment where, you know, where like they. Let's say, for instance, and this is getting into just shit pulling out of my ass, but let's say there's three Patusani mass, and it's like an Infinity Stones type of thing, you know? And you gotta collect all the three mass or whatever the fuck. And, uh, you know, let's say the three ninjas get all three masks at one moment. And it's like a double dragon moment where they uh, connect the medallion and they level up.
0: their clothes change.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Except for they're like super dope looking three ninjas. (laughs) Other than that, that's all I got.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Thank you for
1: coming to my TED Talk.
0: You know, I, I should have probably kept mine succinct and coherent like yours. I didn't. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, my pitch is completely off the rails, but here I go. Okay, so my pitch is a kind of alternate timeline slash cinematic universe crossover event. It starts at the very end of the first Three Ninjas movie, and for those that don't remember, I'll do a short recap. At the end of that movie, Grandpa faces off with Snyder 1v1, and during that fight, Grandpa fucking cheats by forcing jelly beans down Snyder's throat and wins. And then the FBI shows up, Snyder's arrested, and the three ninjas and their whole family go out for pizza. Okay, so my movie has a slight change to that. When Grandpa cheats and tries to force jelly beans in Snyder's mouth, Snyder pulls out a small knife and fucking cuts Grandpa's throat. Holy shit. Blood starts splurting out wildly. It's like a Tarantino movie. And just before he dies, he says, light up the eyes, boys. Light up the eyes. And then there's like some gurgling sounds and that's it grandpa's dead. Now Snyder still gets arrested like the original movie, but the three ninjas are left alone without a mentor and this reshapes the rest of their lives. And this is where the crossovers come in because now the three ninjas need to find a new mentor and begin a new journey. Now we get a slow fade out and a very slow fade in to show like a long time has passed and when the fade comes back in, we're in a totally new place, and you hear a voice, and it says, Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, it's Batman versus Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. And this is this fight is going the way we already know, like Bane is just fucking up Batman's shit, but then something different happens during this fight, something very crucial. Just as Bane is about to pick up Batman and break his back, a CD flies into the frame and hits Bane in the face. And then another one, and then another one. CDs are just getting flung at him, and he's all confused, and he's like, What? Who's doing this? And out of the shadows, you see Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum emerge. Holy shit, the three ninjas are in Gotham City. Now, Rocky's holding a basketball, and he, like, bounce passes it to Bane. And he says, "We'll play you two on two. And he like points to Bane and one of Bane's henchmen. So they have this like basketball game, like in the first Three Ninjas movie. Can you hold my hat. Why are you showing off? I'm not showing off. I'm playing basketball. They spot Bane nine points, and that basketball game music cues up, you know, from the first one. So the tone <laughs> of the scene just totally shifts from the way it was in The Dark Knight Rises. It's like the basketball game. And Rocky and Colt are just fucking dominating Bane on the court. Like, it's clear Bane was not practicing his ball game when he was in that, like, pit of despair or whatever he was in.
1: He wasn't brushing up on his B ball skills.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. Rocky and Colt are just, like, doing behind the back passes, like, driving into the paint, hitting layups, picking rolls, just, like, sinking three pointers. They completely humiliate Bane on the court, and he agrees to leave Gotham forever. Now, Colt goes up to Batman and he says, hey, you're pretty good. Not. And then Batman's like all pissed off. But eventually they do ask Batman to be their new mentor, because that's kind of the guiding force of their quest here. But Batman being Batman, he says no. And Rocky asks him, what gives you the right? What's the difference between you and me? And Batman gets in the Batmobile and says, I'm not
1: wearing hockey pants.
0: And drives away. They're not actually wearing hockey pads, by the way. He just says that all the time, apparently.
1: (laughs) It's just his catchphrase.
0: Now, the three ninjas are still without a mentor. We get another fade out. The next scene is underwater. This is Aquaman now. I'm going to be honest. I don't really remember much from this fucking movie, but I'm going to assume Aquaman is like struggling to fight a giant seahorse or something. The three ninjas show up like in scuba gear. They have their three ninjas masks on, like over the scuba gear on the front. And they like harpoon the giant seahorse and they ask Aquaman to be their new mentor. And he also says no. And then like Cyborg flies in and like picks him up and says like, my man, and he like flies away. They, they failed again in their quest to find a new mentor. All right, last fade out and then another slow fade in. And boom, it's the last act of the Justice League movie. Now at this point you see Steppenwolf from Justice League, remember he was the big bad in that movie, he's totally kicking the shit out of the whole Justice League, like he rips Cyborg in half, he like, punches Wonder Woman, she flies through a wall, even Superman is knocked out, and he's about to go fuck up Batman, and as, he, as he's walking toward him, and he's probably gonna kill him, he walks, and then he like slips and falls, and the camera pans over, and you see Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum standing across from him with like a bottle of pine salt or whatever in their hands. Like, you know, they made the floor all slippery and Steppenwolf fell down. And then Tum Tum like puts some laxative in a big gulp and he goes up to Steppenwolf and he pretends to drink it. And he's like, hmm, this is good. And Steppenwolf says, give me that. And he takes it and he drinks it. And then like a minute later, his eyes go wide and Steppenwolf has to take like a huge shit because of the laxative in the Coke cup. And then Tum Tum throws like chili powder and a coffee filter and like, you know, throws it in his eyes and Steppenwolf can't see anything. And like Steppenwolf is, he's like pretty much done for. He's like fallen victim to the full arsenal of three ninjas gags. He's he's not like physically defeated, but he's about as embarrassed as someone could possibly be in a situation like this. Pride hurts
1: worse than anything. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So like the three ninjas are about to finish him off but they don't know what to do or how to deliver the killing blow because that's not really their thing. But then suddenly Grandpa shows up as like a force ghost and he's like, remember my dying words, boys, light up the eyes, light up the eyes. And they look at Superman who is slowly recovering and he like cracks a smile and you see Superman's eyes start to glow red lighting up and he fires full strength heat vision at Steppenwolf and just like disintegrates him into oblivion. Now, Steppenwolf is dead, and the Justice League, they approach the three ninjas, and they kneel before Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. And they ask the three ninjas to be their mentor, to which the three ninjas agree. It's a kind of beautiful scene, like where the students have become the teacher, in a way. There's some nice music playing in the background, and the movie ends in a moment of triumph. Now, because the whole series of events in this movie was kicked off from Snyder cutting Grandpa's throat. A moment that would fundamentally change their lives forever. I figured the only appropriate name for this movie is Three Ninjas, the Snyder Cut.
1: Holy shit. Dude, holy shit, that I'm I'm speechless. That was a fucking epic saga if I've ever heard one. Did <laughs> I offer like one just one one caveat? Yeah during the batman sequence right before they challenge him to basketball batman needs to say what are you doing and they're like we're playing basketball
0: oh yeah we're not showing up we're playing basketball <laughs> we're
1: playing basketball and that's when the music comes in hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> they like just tell him the tell batman to hold this hat <laughs> hold my hat <laughs>
0: i could just imagine sad fleck, just like looking at the the hat like all sad like sad batman
1: i know right oh the sad fleck? i've never heard that that's so brilliant
0: <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah like i said that pitch was off the rails thanks for sticking with us for anyone that listened through that whole thing i know oh, it's ridiculous but i what honest, I got. be honest
1: knowing knowing us When you said it was going to go off the rails, I assumed just right away you were going to cross it over with the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm. I thought for sure that they were going to become part of Dom's family. Well, we
0: still have one Three Ninjas movie to do after this one. Maybe that'll be my next pitch. We'll see. (laughs) Three Ninjas knuckle up. And real quick before we go into the plot of the movie, the director sang... Auk Shin, or his his American name is Simon Sheen. You know, that's like what he's credited as in the movie.
1: Uh, It's not one of the Charlie Sheen's brothers?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) This guy is a South Korean film director. He was abducted by Kim Jong-il and forced to make movies for him. I listened to a whole podcast about it. This guy's story is fucking crazy. Him and his ex-wife were both abducted. South Korean filmmakers abducted by a North Korean dictator, forced to make movies for them for like eight years or something, eventually escaped, and I guess decided to make a Three Ninjas movie sometime after they escaped, like 10 years later.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you got to pay the bills. (laughs) It's (laughs) a pretty fucking
0: wild story. If anyone is is interested in hearing the full story, there's a good podcast by a better podcast than this one. They're called Do Go On. They have a full episode about it. It's wild.
1: Holy shit, yeah. So, uh, the second one was Kim Jong-il's favorite movie, and this also has a North Korean uh, tie. Tie, Ta- yeah, it's it
0: it Kim Jong-un's favorite movie, I think. Kim Jong-un. Like, one of his child. Uh, he, remember, he made, like, a, a remake of it, or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, I've still got to get my hands on that.
0: <laughs> that probably cannot be obtained, but I would love to see it also.
1: Holy shit. Maybe, fingers crossed. Never rule anything out.
0: Well, let's get into the actual movie we're here to talk about, 20 minutes into the podcast. I'm, you know, I've been wondering if this pisses off our listeners that it takes us so long to get into it. I really hope not. <laughs> for anyone that's still listening, thanks for sticking with it. This is it, Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. It intros with the three kids. They're spending the summer with Grandpa again, just like the beginning of the first movie. Although... It's pretty apparent immediately that something is off. Doesn't it feel that way to you, Josh?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at least we got the original actors back. That's something.
0: That's, I it's mean, not sure. not saying much. Rocky sometimes has braces and sometimes doesn't.
1: I didn't even fucking notice that. <laughs> Shut the so, fuck up.
0: You can tell when they did like, he's like older. Definitely older in some scenes.
1: Holy shit.
0: So what happens is the three ninjas are like in a car with their grandpa and they like happen to drive by some like protest. What is happening here, Josh?
1: Well, right off the bat, they, they got the voiceover going and I thought there was something wrong with my fucking the version I was watching. I was like, oh God, it's out of sync. Yeah. So that happened with you as well, right?
0: Oh yeah, I felt the same exact what way.
1: Oh, what the fuck? So right off the bat, there's like a big Native American protest t- protesting, you know, evil white businessman who wants to destroy their land and turn it into a landfill. I, I want to say, dude, this is honestly probably my earliest memory of the evil white businessman cliche.
0: Okay. Like, I-, I didn't remember this movie at all, but Yeah. This is a perfect example. They're, like, dumping cardboard on their Native American reservation or something.
1: Yeah, right. They're dumping the chemicals from RoboCop. So, <laughs> all right. So, let me let me just say this. I don't know how the geography of California looks. They live in California, right?
0: They do, yeah.
1: So, can you just casually take, like, I don't know, a four-minute car ride, 30-minute bike ride, and it suddenly looks like like New Mexico? (laughs) I don't know how it works. Kinda?
0: So, (laughs) alright, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I think from the first movie, they actually live, like, near Palmdale, but a lot of this movie takes place closer to Grandpa's Cabin. But, like, the town nearest to his cabin, I'm, I'm pretty sure, is Fillmore, which is actually not far from where I live, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah, so th- they're in Fillmore a lot of the time. I I don't know.
1: So you should, you should track down Grandpa's house.
0: <laughs> I wish. I'd right. spend my summers there, I tell you that.
1: So um, immediately Colt starts eyeing this uh, Native American girl about his age, and he, he wants that sweet, sweet pussy. Jesus, they—they're they're, they're, they're really starting to hit puberty, and they're really starting to think <laughs> about girls at this point. They With are three so... movies in. Somebody, somebody's got to go knuckle deep. <laughs> One thing that Tum
0: Tum says when they pull over and they see this like Native American protest, he goes,
1: "Cool Indians! Oh my God, that's so bad." <laughs>
0: So, they're dumping garbage on, like, the Native American lands. That's the background setup. Uh, Later on in the day, the three ninja kids, they go to, like, a pizza parlor where some of, like, the evil, like, redneck guys that work for the corporate mogul dude, they, like, assault the kid.
1: What are the odds that one of these henchmen guys is the father of a rat tail bully?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good point.
1: That's from totally, the first they two doing? movies. Yeah.
0: Well, they assault this kid, and everyone in the pizza parlor is just like watching in awe. They they do some really weird stuff. So this kid like shows up and she's like, You guys kidnapped my dad, where is he at? And they like grab her and they like shake her and one of them like pours water on her
1: chest. Yeah, what the, what the fuck this is like a brutal fuck this is like the world of Robocop where you were just assaulting kids and getting away with it. Nobody does a goddamn thing.
0: It's it's very weird. And of course we get our first three ninja action scene. The kids like kick the asses of all these guys all over the pizza parlor. Pretty fucking stupid. I mean there's some decent stunts in this movie, like in terms of like flipping around and stuff but i will say the they're getting part, better
1: at doing their own stunts. are they are they are they re- well uh, it's not so much know. so i don't know one
0: one of the guys yeah. tries to like stab the kids he pulls out a knife
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say holy shit this guy like straight up pulls a switch but first of all right before that they're like trying to like beat the shit out of him with like a pull cue I was like, oh man, that's fucking nuts. And then the guy pulls out a switchblade, he's going to fucking knife a kid (laughs) in a pizza parlor in front of everybody. And I got a feeling he would have gotten away with it, the way this (laughs) shit runs, you know? He would have, man.
0: But the kids being ninjas, they they thwart his attempts to murder them. And uh, (laughs) everyone applauds after they kick their asses. All these adults that didn't step in, they like applaud.
1: Real shit. I'd like it. None of you adults could adult. What the fuck? So weird. Oh, but Grandpa's not happy.
0: No, he tries to teach him this lesson that has virtually no payoff. It's it's, it's about the flowers.
1: Fucking thing ever, right? See these beautiful flowers? You must learn to be like them.
0: You I mean stand up in dirt and smell good?
1: Very funny. Listen to the sound of the flower. It could teach you how to walk the correct path.
0: Do they speak English?
1: (laughs) Listen to them.
0: Hear the sound of the flowers blooming. Only then can you become a true ninja. Why can't you just tell us? I could teach you a lot of things. But some things you have to learn by yourself. Yeah. I don't really understand it. So he's like, you got to like watch the flowers, man. And chill the fuck out. And they're like, okay,
1: <laughs> but, not, not be such a showboat, you know? Just just be a flower.
0: But uh, the girl, we find out her name is Joe. She's a Native American girl whose dad has been abducted by these like corporate Texans that are in California. I don't know. She catches up with the three ninjas and explains everything that her dad has disappeared. He uncovered some kind of like conspiracy that has to do with like the mayor's
1: office. It's got Max Shrek involved. Yes, adulation is across the bear. God knows I know. But someone's got to supplant our standing in the way of progress, Mayor. And don't deny it, Mr. Cobblepot.
0: You've got the magic. It's, like, really abrupt and really stupid.
1: Oh, my God. So, did you notice who one of the henchmen is played by? No. Donald Logue, who's the dad from Grounded for Life, and he's... the the main henchman in the first Blade film, where he's all, the guy that's all like, oh, I've got two new hands, Blade, and I don't know which one to kill you with. (laughs) He fucking gets decapitated. (laughs) That's one of the henchmen. I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: So he's used to getting his ass kicked in movies.
1: Yeah, totally. I don't think he has a single fucking speaking line, but he's there, (laughs) you know, making a paycheck.
0: So this is like where the the movie kind of starts driving forward. Like the the three ninja kids are trying to help this like Native American reservation. And the first part of that is to rescue this girl's dad. Why don't you go into a little bit about what goes
1: on right before then she like comes, uh, well, after they, you know, beat the shit out of all the henchmen in the pizza parlor, grandpa makes them clean the pizza parlor as punishment for whatever, you know, and this is where she meets him in the alley and she calls it she calls Rocky filthy Rocky. Hi.
0: I'm Joe. I'm filthy. I mean Rocky.
1: Hi filthy Rocky. Holy like baby. Only the ladies call me filthy Rocky.
0: You ever had a filthy Rocky?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's so gross when you think about it like that. So uh, oh my god, basically she's like, my dad worked for the mayor, and then he found something. Okay, Mr. Mayor, feast
0: your ears on that spin doctor's mix. <laughs>
1: and now he's been missing for days, nobody gives a shit. You know, the sheriff, which is Bob from that 70s show, <laughs> doesn't want to do a goddamn thing. The mayor... Mayor! Is Vincent Schiavelli, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Steve would probably know how to pronounce this guy's name. So Vincent Schiavelli's even like, it's your town, Jack. Who, who the fuck am I? I'm just an elected official, the mayor. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't. This this is very little plot to this movie
0: there's something wrong with this movie like inherently it's really hard to put my finger on but like we're just thrown into this shit that like you don't care about at all you know yeah (laughs)
1: this situation we're not invested in it's really the turtles in time of the series
0: (laughs) it's so funny you call it that like that's an incorrect name josh it's not called turtles in time
1: right (laughs) is it i i heard that somewhere it's that subtitle was released in some country somewhere. Uh, ever since I heard that, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's my new subtitle, bitch.
0: <laughs> he just took it and ran with it.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. Because, I mean, how do you how do you not pass up such gold as Turtles in Time? It tells you everything about the movie that you didn't want to know.
0: Good game, shitty movie.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, I wanted to make this joke earlier. This movie should have been called, like, Three Ninjas, Three Furious.
0: <laughs> i like it
1: right, there, there's yeah. a
0: moment where that is applicable definitely but we'll we'll get we'll get there in a moment so the kids they follow like the obligatory three henchmen that this movie has which and the first one was like the surfer guys and the second one was like the metalhead guys and then this one is like some redneck guys
1: oh, dude i felt so nostalgic for the surfers and the bill and ted's and insane oh
0: the surfers in those movies?
1: I'm t- the surfers from the first movies, uh, I felt nostalgic for the, the metal guys from the second movie. Oh, right. Encino Man, you know? That's
0: right, I forgot Encino Man, that's what we called him.
1: <laughs> yeah, he you could, you could barely speak in sentences, yeah. like me.
0: I mean, at least they did something with them, right? They do nothing with these guys.
1: Th- like I said, like, Donald Logue's in the movie, I only know this because I've looked it the fuck up, but... He doesn't have, None of these henchmen really have lines of dialogue. For real. They don't have characters to them at all. They they say things, but it's like, get the kid, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah
1: it's all like... <laughs> stuff like that. Get the disc. Get the kid. Can't really draw conclusions from a character with that <laughs> kind of dialogue.
0: So uh, they, they rescue that little girl's dad. There's some shit with, like, a floppy disc. Like, this floppy disc has all the information we need to, like shut down these corporate moguls from ruining Man, our... And if they found
1: that floppy disk nowadays, we would be fucked. Because nothing <laughs> is going to be able to read that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, we get some, like, Secret of the Ooze vibes when they're at this, like, trash site. Did you... The, the, were you feeling go- that?
1: Oh, totally. Totally. With the, the green gook on the ground. Like, in every fucking movie up until, like, the mid-90s, there's just always green gook.
0: They fucking walk in it so, like... I don't know, uncaringly. Like, they just step in it. Like, don't touch that stuff.
1: Don't touch me, man! <laughs> exactly.
0: You don't want to turn into that fucking guy.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to turn out, like, a meal from RoboCop.
0: <laughs> they even escape through a manhole. Like, a secret of the use.
1: Oh, dude, I would have been so odd. This would have been a perfect time to uh, have the t- Ninja Turtles cameo.
0: There's even a point when they hop on the back of an ice cream truck and like ride it and I'm pretty sure that's where me and my friends got the idea of doing that as kids from this movie. I think so anyway.
1: That was a thing? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know that. I was was probably like... you missed out on your whole childhood. Now you're too old to do it. Well, let's be honest. If you live in Alabama, do you really want to hitch a ride on an ice cream truck?
0: (laughs) 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 right i gotta keep remembering that you're not exactly out here
1: yeah yeah no this kids go missing every day and in alabama they certainly don't give a fuck (laughs) jeez (laughs) it's like you know it's like the the town from this fucking movie uh one
0: point during the rescue mission where they rescue that that dad which is really just an extended action slash slapstick comedy scene but they like throw out these like spikes as like their little gags to stop the guys that are chasing them.
1: Immediately, immediately after being spotted, the, the workers start swinging on the, the, the fucking kids. <laughs> they what the do. They like,
0: they're fucking trying to hit them with like lead pipes.
1: Real shit. Like, oh my god, maybe not hit the nine year old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're just not like, hey kids, what are you doing here? They're like, fuck
1: that. We're going <laughs> like, to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> like if I caught a bunch of kids fucking around in the back room of my work I wouldn't be like oh my god I gotta beat the shit out of them now
0: yeah what do you do you like knock them out and then you like drag them by their collar to your boss and be like I found these kids I fucked yeah. them up good
1: like, yeah, you can get fired instantly you're fired
0: we'll see you in court
1: I beat this kid up with a lead pipe <laughs> Presented, it, present it in front of your manager like you know like a fucking cat killed a mouse
0: <laughs> like i I bring this gift to you <laughs>
1: bring, promote me <laughs> i am now manager
0: but the reason i bring up the spikes that they throw out is because this movie is so bad that one of the guys steps in the spike but then like grabs his shin
1: whoa i didn't even notice that
0: it's so stupid dude <laughs>
1: There's that moment where they, uh, the bad guys, come into an opening, and they're like, "Fire! Open fire!" or whatever the fuck, and it's like, so bad. They're throwing like rubber balls, uh, and shooting arrows that like just immediately bounce off. The fuck is going on? <laughs> it's so bad. I-, I missed the second one watching this. I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: It's awful. Like, everything in this movie is too long. And it's not even that long of a movie.
1: Yeah, I was so jarred by how short this movie was. Yeah. It's barely over the 70-minute mark. It's like 80 minutes, maybe.
0: So they do escape. And the next night, they're hanging out with, like, the Native Americans.
1: Eagle feathers are considered by my people to be the highest symbol of honor and courage. Given... Only to the greatest of warriors. Even though you are not of our blood, we believe that you deserve this recognition, and therefore, I name you honorary Tawanka warriors.
0: And they're like doing like some kind of like rain dance shit. Yeah. Hey,
1: Rock. Let's show them our dance. Yeah, you go
0: first. No, you go.
1: Oh man, so Colt and Rocky, I had to remember their fucking names, Colt and Rocky say, hold my beer, and they they unveil the next level dance that would make Michael Jackson fucking piss himself. (laughs) I don't even know what that means, but fuck it. Like, this thing is so choreographed, and then everybody in the tribe starts joining in. It's almost like this was choreographed in advance, right?
0: You know what? You, you might think that until you watch Tum Tum because he is out of sync with everyone. And yet, they focus in on him so often.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's not good. Maybe not. Well, I mean, we, we don't know what eight years in North Korea will do to a man. So <laughs> Dude,
0: This is the cringiest dancing I've seen since Spider-Man 3.
1: Oh, man. It's bad. Man. Yeah, does this top the... It's not necessarily the same thing, but does this top the Vanilla Ice moment in Secret of the Us?
0: No, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I will always consider that timeless. Go <laughs> ninja. But this is not good. It's not good at all.
1: It's oh bad. <laughs> God, it's so bad. And then the bad guys show up, bust up the, the, the fucking super awesome ninja dance that nobody's going to do and they like instantly like pull guns on the whole fucking tribe and they try to like kidnap the fucking guy again
0: these guys are kind of crazy because even earlier during the escape they tried to like burn the kids alive
1: oh my god i totally forgot they tried to fucking totally blow these kids up
0: if they're half relentless psychos and half just like bumbling buffoons Yeah,
1: like, these guys are fucking psychotic, right? Sometimes, yeah.
0: Other times they're getting thwarted by, like, getting poked in the butt by cactuses and stuff. Or Grandpa's, like, stunt double is doing whatever slapstick he's doing. Oh my god,
1: dude. First of all, I'm surprised they even got fucking... Well, I guess this was supposed to be the direct sequel, right? Yeah. So, alright, that makes sense. I was honestly surprised Victor Wong was even in this one, to be honest. Uh, And thank God Victor Wong's stunt double showed up as well, because he fucking opens up a giant can of whoop-ass on everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Victor Wong's stunt double getting good work.
0: They have their little fight scene, and they're all thwarted at the... Even though they got, like, rifles and shotguns, they're really packing heat to this, like, Native American ceremony. Like, they they just get their asses kicked
1: yeah no, it's like a kind of a surf ninjas kind of where they don't really fucking fire their guns at all yeah
0: man that would be a fucking crazy twist if one of them just blew a fucking kid's head off just like
1: <laughs> RoboCop style just shoots like shoots a kid at, like alex murphy yeah
0: <laughs> it's that whole scene of alex murphy dying but like with the kid
1: <laughs> with the arm missing <laughs> <laughs> i would watch the shit out of that dude i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> like a robo kid
0: imagine if clarence Boddicker was like in the gang and like
1: <laughs> he was leading them instead
0: of these like stupid like texas guys
1: clarence Boddicker would have gotten shit done god it
0: <laughs> <These> guys... <laughs> i'm
1: almost confident he could have fucking taken victor wong yeah, dude, Clarence is a badass.
0: Yeah, Grandpa would have been the example. Anyway, it doesn't go like it does in Robocop. But the villains <laughs> they decide they need some outside help. They hire mercenaries, and I thought for a second I was like, "Oh, this is where we're gonna get like the three obligatory Surfer guys." But it's not that. It's they they literally hire a biker gang.
1: Yeah, what? They fucking hire Hell's Angels or whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah, some shit.
1: <laughs> they hire the, hell stunt doubles. Dude, these guys look like they belong in a fucking mad, terrible Mad Max, shitty ripoff. Like, who they, the fuck dude, are these things guys? Things get
0: so Mad Max in here. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> dude, yeah, it's like the most epic fucking car chase that nobody asked for.
0: Yeah. So, what happens is the Native Americans and the kids are on their way to this like hearing really stupid like well
1: this is after they bathe with grandpa and massage him <laughs> <yeah>. essentially
0: <laughs> nothing weird going on there moving on
1: so the motorcycle game
0: they have a chase scene with the motorcycle game it's awful and it's so long I don't think the director accounted for how much dirt would be flying around in the camera lens cause like <laughs> half of it you just can't see shit plus there's smoke bombs to make it even more obscured. or maybe they were just covering up the fact that it's not that cool to look at
1: uh, i noticed one of the the native american guys has like a warriors-esque fucking vest oh yeah, he I does of, I, all i could think of was the warriors during this and how i wish i was watching the warriors
0: yeah exactly <laughs> uh, the the girl joe she's kidnapped and Rocky...
1: She's always getting She gets kidnapped pretty much the whole... She's, if she's not getting her ass beat, she's getting fucking kidnapped.
0: Yeah. Rocky hops in uh, the driver's seat of a car and he's fucking driving the kids around to, like, chase the villains that have kidnapped that girl, Joe.
1: Oh, yeah. This is our three fast, three furious moment.
0: It's bad, dude. I could not stand this. It's mostly because of Tum Tum. He, he doesn't shut the fuck up during this whole thing. We're gonna go! Good
1: night! Calm down. Nobody's gonna die! i had flashes of fucking the 2016 ghostbusters where like characters are talking pretty much through every bit of action you know (laughs) just walking to the door and shit but yeah tom tom doesn't shut the fuck up during this entire segment and it's so goddamn annoying
0: i know it's awful And the driving thing, it just goes, like, on and on. Like, they really pad the runtime of this movie by making these scenes too fucking long, man.
1: Yeah. Like, you can tell they had, like, 10 pages worth of story, and they stretched it to, like, 80 pages. Definitely. There's that whole scene where when they go to rescue Joe's dad, first of all, how embarrassing is it that you have to get rescued by four kids? That's <laughs> fucking sad. But oh, that whole sequence takes so fucking long. And Colt has, like, a very obvious stun double at one point. It's very obviously a man. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they're in the paper part, and he's, like, climbing up the walls and shit. Yeah. It's so obviously just some guy. But, oh, man. And then this sequence... Last way too fucking long, like you said. And I think this is mostly what I remembered from as a kid. I didn't remember a whole lot. Uh, I hadn't seen this movie in like goddamn probably 20 years. So as I was watching it, I started getting flooded back with memories. And I think most of the memories were from this sequence that seemed like it was like 40 fucking minutes long when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. You, the chase, right? Yeah, well, the chase and then the showdown in the old town or whatever the fuck
0: all right so yeah the kids they do chase down like these biker guys to where they have taken joe oh my
1: god so the biker guys approach our three ninjas and they like circle around them and they're like haha had enough what the fuck? <laughs> what'd you do
0: like you've done nothing how can they have had enough? I'm
1: not. I wasn't intimidated 45 minutes ago when we started this sequence. I'm not gonna be intimidated now.
0: It's very strange. They're on like an abandoned Western movie set. Like that's where they are having this action scene, right?
1: Yeah, it's. Oh, it's so bad. It looks like yeah, like it, parts of this movie look like they were filmed in other states.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's on the Universal lot, that, w- that Western area they're in.
1: Okay, so that's why it's so fucking comically, like, it looks like, uh, like, I don't buy that as a California location, I don't know, maybe you can confirm that, but that looks like something out of Texas.
0: Dude, it, it looks like something out of a Western movie.
1: Yeah, it looks like the fucking set to Back to the Future 3.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Old Hill Valley.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the fuck it is, it's Old Hill Valley. so like
0: there's this whole extended fight going on and this is where you can tell they did some of the reshoots Rocky is a little bit older here than he is in some of the other scenes even his voice is a little bit deeper but they have this like goofy fight with to like music or like the Mexican hat dance part of it
1: oh the tango shit
0: the tango shit
1: oh it's that is it's probably the worst thing in this movie and that's saying a lot (laughs)
0: Some of the stunts are, are okay in this area, I felt, but it just goes on too long.
1: Way too long, and I, I like it hurt watching it. I was in pain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and meanwhile, at the the hearing of doom, uh, the Native Americans are trying to like make their case. They're trying to say like this corporate guy has been like spilling like cyanide into the fucking dirt yeah.
1: or some shit. No, uh, no, believe us. This guy's really fucking polluting the land. We're not just talking out of our ass. And he's like, ah, fuck him.
0: Like, if only you had a floppy disk to prove this.
1: (laughs) Do you have a floppy disk to prove this, sir? This is a a massive claim.
0: (laughs) Fortunately, they do. But he doesn't want to give it up because his kid's kidnapped. So, like, they're holding that over his head.
1: Yeah, oh, they would totally fucking... Talking about Alex murphy a kid. They would totally Alex Murphy that girl. These guys have been wanting to kill a kid the whole movie. (laughs) What's funny to
0: me, though, is that when the kids do rescue the girl, they go to the courthouse and obviously they fight off some more goons at the courthouse, but they even fight some cops.
1: Yeah, I noticed that too. Well, I mean, fuck them. They're they're crooked, right? I don't know. Just fucking (laughs) kick everybody's ass at this point. So, like, some old lady asking to be, like, walked across the street. I Fucking karate kicked that bitch. You can't just punch all your problems. Can't, like, well, I mean, you can't just snort all of your problems, Jean-Claude Van Damme.
0: Yeah, on a totally separate note.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I, I was it jarring to you. Because I, after the second film, I was looking for a... Let's Myrtleize a moment, and it, w- it was pretty jarring that it didn't happen.
0: There's no Let's Myrtleize a moment, but there's also a few other things that are missing from this movie. Notably, one is that they never use the kid's real names ever at any point.
1: Holy shit, I wouldn't have even picked that up. You're fucking right, sir. They also never show the kid's
0: parents. There's like never a phone call or anything with the parents. And the last thing that they don't do. Is they never wear their special masks.
1: Oh, they don't, do they? No. Holy shit, you know what? And then, like, Casey Jones shows up, and then they just ask him to babysit a bunch of fucking random Japanese guys. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a waste, dude. That pissed me off so fucking much. I
1: know, that was, like, the most obnoxious, like... It felt like somebody like fucking rubbing salt in in my eyes every time i watch that but
0: dude i love casey jones and teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 that shit pisses me off but also like the 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 ancestor of casey jones or whatever like he <laughs> doesn't do shit either
1: yeah that's so weird why, why do you even have that
0: like it, i figured he would get like a stick that looks like a hockey stick or something and like beat someone's ass and he'd wear like a samurai mask that's kind of like the goalie mask
1: Yeah, that would have been cute and clever.
0: But they don't do that.
1: Man, man, just on another side note, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 would have been fucking so much better if they had Casey Jones involved.
0: Oh, dude, I know. I like Secret of the Years. I really do, but...
1: I do, too. It's got its problems.
0: I really prefer Casey Jones to Kino.
1: So, they come in, they save the day, and... Uh, that's pretty much it. This movie's got nothing going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, the city council, they, like, see the disc, and, like, yeah. they shut down the landfill, and the corporate guy's, like, doomed or whatever, and then, like, everyone applauds.
1: They had, like, a computer on standby to, like, watch. Uh, this is, I hope you brought floppy disks, sir, because we have a, f- a fucking computer right here in this courthouse, and we're going to read it. Like, you wouldn't need to, like, evaluate the evidence, you know? Get an expert. Maybe two? I don't know. <laughs> nah. It's just, whatever. Nah, we'll take care of it right here and now. Sir, you're shut down.
0: The program they look at, it, it confirms what they've been saying about, like, the toxic waste or whatever. But, like, it doesn't really make sense if you look at it. It's like, it just, like, lists some chemicals. Like, you could just have a list of chemicals and be like, here's a
1: proof. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. list. <laughs> it's, but, it might as well just have fucking lava on there. There's some <laughs> weird shit, like, you are know, I gotta really check anyway.
0: <laughs> just so, yeah, they the Three Ninjas, they help win the day. They rescue the Native Americans' land.
1: Yeah, they bail out before they even fucking get a congratulations, you know? Because flowers, Corey, flowers.
0: That's right, they gotta, like, tie that in. Like, they learn the flower lesson, I guess, which doesn't make any sense.
1: <sighs> this movie sucks.
0: Then they just, like, backflip into the end credits.
1: Man, the, it was not a, I made a funny moment that Splinter had. It was, it's, it's not good. <laughs> what I'm, it's the exact opposite of that Splinter moment.
0: It's not good, man. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> when Splinter says, Calabunga, I laugh every time.
0: My memory of this movie was them fighting against Native Americans, but it's actually the complete opposite. They fight with them
1: yeah i remember like i said the old town sequence old hill valley if you will and i remember them having fucking native american war paint on their face for part of it but yeah i didn't early on and this is how you know you've made a bad movie when you got a five-year-old and he's watching this shit and he realizes that it's bad (laughs) like when you're five you don't know any fucking different (laughs) It was one of those things where I had, like, fucking three Ninja Turtles knuckle up on BHS, and I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 on BHS, because my parents don't give a shit about my childhood. (laughs) And you would go to the store, you would find the first one, or the second one, be like, oh, can I get this, Mom? And she's like, no, you've got three ninjas at the house. you got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 at the house.
0: Yeah. And that was that. you got three ninjas at home, kid. Now, I rented (laughs) this a couple times. And I think I like made a mental note to not get this one. If I'm gonna get a sequel, get the Japan one, which is better.
1: And did you ever get tricked? You you did your research. Oh,
0: look, I I did rent this a couple of times. I mean, I've seen it before, but I I'm pretty sure I actively avoided it with some success.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, this movie is dog shit. Uh, we're going to get into it ratings really now.
1: Is. It really is.
0: Uh, so, Josh, on any rating scale you want, what are you going to give Three All Ninjas right. Knuckle Up?
1: So, if if Alabama has taught me anything, it's how to rewrite history. So, we're going to go back to our Three Ninjas Kickback podcast, and I'm going to up that score. I think I gave it a two. I'm going to up that to about four, maybe five. I'm gonna give this piece of shit a two.
0: Ah, I see. So you're gonna retroactively change the previous score?
1: Yes, because <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I, like I didn't realize how much th- the second one is like a superior film until I went and watched this one. Like, this is so it's, it's so bad. I can't I can't stress to you enough. It's not even bad where you can like really make fun of it. It's just nothing happens.
0: It's awful. I agree with you. And I'm going to go, on a scale of 10 abducted South Korean filmmakers, I'm going to give it a 1 out of 10. Because it is awful. It has a 1 point for some of the stunts that they do, which are okay.
1: Well, I mean, you really only want one South Korean dictator that ever gets abducted. So, it makes sense. you You don't need 10. It's too many. It's too many too many goddamn South Korean directors abducted. (laughs) You have to send Liam Deeson over there to fucking get him back.
0: So Josh, I think that was it for our quick review of Three Ninjas Knuckle Up.
1: Alright, so before we wrap up, what's next, Corey? What's next? Are we going to Mega Mountain? Or are we going with Turtles in Time? What's next on the Ninja series?
0: I think we might have to finish the Three Ninjas franchise and do mega mountain next
1: you know jim varney's in that movie
0: he is okay saving grace
1: uh uh, Ernest.
0: yeah yeah is he uh... in
1: saving grace
0: no no he's the saving grace of the movie he's the figurative
1: i I was like i don't know what the (laughs) fuck that movie is (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, do you do you think he's going to be not hulk hogan
0: i think so i'm putting my money on it now
1: Is Mega Mountain post or pre-Suburban Commando? Post. Oh man, just really trying to hammer in that fucking acting career. (laughs) Yeah, that really took off. Yeah. How how is your acting career doing now, Hulk? I know you're watching this or listening.
0: (laughs) So Josh, where can people listen to you
1: if they want to hear more of what you do? Well, if you want to just follow me and watch me talk shit about movies, you can go to my YouTube channel, Review Inc., or type Review D-O-O-D Dude. Review Dude.
0: What's coming down the pipeline for Review Dude?
1: Too Fast, Too Furious. We got... Look, we, we got to get to Tokyo Drift, <laughs> but we got to get through the, the red-headed stepchild of the Fast and Furious series. Nobody wants to do it. You don't want to do it either. I don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> no one likes that movie.
1: <laughs> Everybody I talk to... They say, yeah, that's probably the weakest one won the series. It's awful. So it's 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 like this movie where it's just not a lot of material to work with. It's so bland and just by the numbers.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening. If you want to write in, you can email us, bigdumbmovie at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at bigdumbmoviepodcast. We got a Facebook page. You can check that out. Give us a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, leave us a written review, and give this video a thumbs up, if you're on YouTube, of course. We're also on SoundCloud now, so check that out. Any final words, Josh?
1: Do the, let's get to the fourth one and let's myrtleize this series. <laughs> let's finally do it.
0: I couldn't agree more. We'll see you guys next time on Big Dumb Movie. We love you. Good night.